Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 145 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you again for joining us as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials covering Doctrine and Covenants sections 51 to 57. Uh, also, uh, this is in May the 17th to May the 23rd, and today we're going to focus on Doctrine and Covenants section 56. Now, uh, the background and historical context of this is that uh, is found in the Joseph Smith Revelations um, papers analysis, uh, found in the historical context section in the digital copy of the uh, the manual. Uh, it says, quote, when he copied the following revelation into Revelation book one, John Whitmer introduced it by writing, Thomas B. Marsh was desirous to know what he should do as the Lord had commanded him and Ezra there to take their journey to the land of Missouri. But there could not get ready as soon as Thomas wanted that he should. Close quote. It seems that there was some sort of a delay with uh, Ezra there, and uh, it's not particularly clear what the problem was. Um, it, it continues in the um, Joseph Smith papers to say, quote, It is uncertain what prevented there from accompanying Marsh, for this revelation refers to the former commandment which I have given him there concerning the place upon which he lives and the money Thayer had apparently paid for it, close quote. It seems that there was some sort of um, kind of discussion or dispute over something that had happened with the land, or something that Ezra Thayer had done that wasn't quite right with other people, or something like that. Uh, and we'll see in a moment when we go into Doctrine and Covenants 56 what the Lord says about that uh, to Ezra Thayer. Um, but it turns out that... Um, Newell Knight and Celia Griffin uh, were meant to go to Missouri together, but also there was some issues between the Caldwell Saints and uh, Levin Copley, which uh, Newell Knight needed to support and and help the Saints with. So he was to remain in his place, and Celia Griffin was meant to go, uh, was called to go with uh, Thomas Marsh. It says, quote, Upon learning that revelations had both dictated their removal to Missouri and assigned their leader Newell Knight to leave them for a preaching mission, some of the members in Thompson may have voiced concerns to Joseph Smith. Whatever the impetus, this revelation rescinded the command for Knight's leave on a mission and instead assigned Knight's previously named missionary companion, Celia Griffin, to accompany Marsh in place of Thayer. Close quote. Now, this is obviously quite a um, logistical background uh, to this section. Um, I think that it's interesting that, you know, it, it, there's a change here to these calls there's a number of things in relate in relation to this that I just want to uh, to kind of mention and, and discuss around this. The first is that um, you know missionaries when they are called to serve and, and and assigned to an area, we have been told very recently by Elder David A. Bednar very specifically that the call to serve a mission is not the call to go to that area; it's an assignment to go to that area. The call is to be a missionary for the church. Uh, and that's very significant because when you have instances where a call is offered, um, but then obviously the assignment has to change for whatever reason, most recently um, down to the, the COVID-19 pandemic is a very uh, clear and obvious one. Um, it helps us to understand how the Lord directs us to certain places at certain times for, for certain reasons. In this time with the COVID-19 pandemic, many missionaries have been called to an area and then had to come back to their kind of home nation to finish their mission. Some missionaries I know have had to have been assigned a, an area to go and serve in when the time is right and the time is able to, to, to do so with the COVID-19 pandemic, but they're beginning their service in a more local area. 
uh, my brother um was well is serving or was serving in the in the Russia Yekaterinburg mission um and then because of a visa issue and covid-19 restrictions meaning he won't be able to go back into Russia he's now in Ukraine um but i think that there's there's obviously reasons for all these things that happen and also another point that comes from this um is that why did the it's some way a question why did the lord not know or why did the lord assign um Ezra there with Thomas Marsh and Newell Knights with Celia Griffin if he knew you know those issues that would come up uh, and I suppose there's a number of reasons for that you know we're not the Lord uh, we are not the ones to kind of judge and to predict what, why he does things I suppose but um, for one thing we have our agency and that's a really important part that sometimes the Lord gives us a calling or a, or a, or a call to serve uh, or or just a prompting even by the Holy Ghost and that is the opportunity for us to act and do that thing. And if we do that thing, then, of course, we will receive the great blessings that are promised with it uh, and and such. But if we don't choose, even if the Lord knows that we won't choose, we still have to be given that choice. And I suppose this was the case with Ezra Thayer, in Ezra Thayer's particular case, um, that, you know, he was given the opportunity to serve with Thomas Marsh and go on this mission. And who knows what developments he would have had there. But because of previous decisions or choices or actions that he had done um or perhaps a, a, a possible attitude on his part he wasn't prepared to go uh, and so he wasn't given that opportunity and in fact going now into Doctrine and Covenants 56 verse 8 it says and again verily I say unto you that my Ezra my servant Ezra there must repent of his pride and of his selfishness and obey the former commandments which I have given him concerning the place upon which he lives and if he will do this, as there shall be no divisions made upon the land, he shall be appointed still to go to the land of Missouri. Um, here, there is a couple of things that we we need to recognise, that there was clearly something that Ezra there had to change. Um, and let's not forget, we all have to repent and change. We shouldn't be looking on Ezra there, you know, in a disparaging uh, tone or way, because we all have things we need to change, I'm certain. Um, but looking at this, you know, he's still given the opportunity to receive the blessing to go to the land of Missouri, despite the choice that the that kind of recon, reconcile, reconciliation he has to do. Um, so that's kind of the background on this. But then there's also a couple of verses which I want to just finish on and focus on, which I think are interesting as well. Sometimes when the Lord gives these revelations, he puts in there like little teaching points for the saints in general as well. And here uh, we see this uh, happen. He says in verse 16, Woe unto you rich men that will not give your substance to the poor, for your riches will canker your souls. And this shall be your lamentation in the day of visitation and of judgment and of indignation. The harvest is past, the summer is ended, and my soul is not saved. So straight away here we see that, you know, um, holding on to riches and kind of having that self-centered, uninspired living, focusing on self and not reaching out to others, um, despite the riches and the the talents that you have uh, or that you've been given and not giving that to others um, or sharing of that to others is a really, really dangerous situation. And of course, um, you know, we have to make sure we have what we need to keep our family going to, to accomplish the goals that we have. But we need to be always looking out to see how we can support and bless the lives of others. And interestingly, the word canker I learned recently is is based on the root word of cancer for your So it's a it's a really um clear warning to those people who have substance 
of the need to um, to share with others that do not have what they as much as they have. But um, and obviously we've heard this message so many times in the scriptures. But in verse seventeen, it then goes and flips it. It says, "Woe unto you, poor men, whose hearts are not broken, whose spirits are not contrite, and whose bellies are not satisfied, and whose hands are not stayed from laying hold upon other men's goods, whose eyes are full of greediness, and who will not labour with your own hands." I think this is a a really interesting um, section as well, or an interesting verse. Yes, we know that uh, the rich people can be called prideful and selfish and self-centered, but actually it can be poor men as well, just because we might not have as much as other people. It doesn't excuse us or make us exempt from this potential of being prideful and, and selfish and self-centered. Um, James E. Faust said this, quote, Selfishness is one of the baser human traits which we must which must be subdued and overcome. We torture our souls when we focus on getting rather than giving. Often the first word that many little children learn to say is mine. They have to be taught the joy of sharing. I have learned that selfishness is, has more to do with how we feel about our possessions than how much we have. The poet Wordsworth said, the world is too much with us. Late and soon, getting and spending, we lay waste our powers. A poor man can be selfish and a rich man generous, but a person obsessed only with getting will have a hard time finding peace in this life. Close quote. Really wise words there. To remind us that it isn't just the rich that need to be careful about self-centeredness and selfishness, but actually everyone, even if we don't have many possessions, can be can can fall um, into this temptation. And so um, just to be aware of that, I think is important. Look out and look out, looking out and how to minister each other is the way we need to be. Thank you very much for listening today. I hope you've enjoyed this study. Please do continue to follow the podcast on Facebook at Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And you can also email session at gmail.com with your feedback and what you've been studying as well. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again. <laughs>